the optimal life. Hey, Reese, how are you today? I'm great, man. How are you? Doing good. Doing good. Um, yeah, like I was saying to you, just got off of an airplane a little bit ago. Here we are. Uh, you, you can't stop. When you want to talk to somebody that does some cool shit, you <laughs> got to get home and get get this thing going, which is what we're doing right now. Um, so I want to get into all what you've done. And, I, you know, I've, I found this whole breath work thing fascinating for a while. I've seen guys like Wim Hof, of course, which you'll get into and um, followed guys like Aubrey Marcus from uh, from On It and a mm -hmm. few other guys who really talk a lot about breath work. So it's something that I've always been curious about, although I've never really tapped into it or done it myself. So uh, but before we get there, talk to us. What, what was going on some years back when you were, you know, working with in a you have your businesses you know you're a husband you're surfing you've got two young girls you're trying to find some peace and stability in your life take us back to that time yeah thanks for thanks for having me and and uh thanks for the question it's uh it's been an interesting journey for sure definitely somewhere where i never really anticipated being and um you know years back i don't know going back seven years now i had started a digital marketing agency uh had a partner I also simultaneously started a, an organic sunscreen company being a surfer growing up in Southern California and then, you know, layering that on with family. I have two two daughters and my wife and just everything going on was just overwhelmed and, and stressed and not taking care of myself, surfing being, you know, the escape and, and sort of connection to nature and exercise and all of those things. And as the responsibilities go up, the fun things go away and for whatever reason we put ourselves in the in the background of you know taking care of what we actually need so that we can take care of all the other things and <clears throat> i have done every sport under the under the sun and done a lot of yoga and just nothing really landed for me like surfing and right i had heard wim hof on a podcast and was like whoa this guy's got something going on like if you've ever heard him you know he's a charismatic and just has a huge mission and in, in in life and looking to bring these practices to the world and and help as many people as he can and it just hit me at that time and i was like wow i gotta check this out and so went home and told my wife about it. And she had mentioned that she was just talking to a friend of ours about it the day before. And so of course, you know, these things all serendipitously line up. And so I called him and he came over and we did one breathe together. Um, he turns out had a lot of breathwork experience, had been teaching breathwork and done some other trainings. Um, so he knew what he was doing and, and I, had never felt like that in my entire life and was just like, whoa, all I did was breathe for 30 minutes and, and I feel like this, like I got to figure this out. So dove in, uh, did Wim's online course. It's a, his original course was 10 weeks long and I did it in 10 days and was getting into the cold shower every day and, and doing the breath work every single morning and just feeling like so supercharged and noticed the stress levels were decreasing and just feeling more connected to myself. And um, I wanted to kind of experience it in person. So I signed up for a workshop uh, with one of Wim's sort of main teachers and had uh, two days that I spent with him. Uh, and, and really that kind of opened me up to like, okay, I want to 
see what else I can do here. So he invited me to go to Poland with him, which is where they do all their winter expeditions and doing deep breath work, jumping in the river every day and then doing mountain hikes in your shorts. Um, and, you know, as a coming from Southern California surfing, I mean, uh, cold has not been my friend <laughs> and really kind of opened my eyes to, wow, this can actually be a tool when you approach it in that way. It doesn't have to be something that you're avoiding or that you're scared of. It's really all about the mindset and how you're approaching it. And never would I thought that I could climb a mountain in my shorts at, you know, minus 20 degrees Celsius. But <laughs> here I am, you know, taking people on expeditions and and done that multiple times and, and actually truly believe that anyone can do it. If you, you know, believe that you can, then of course you can. Yeah. So from there, that really kind of cracked me open and, and had my own personal transformation. And then I dove into his teacher training and, and then have been really getting under the hood of breathing more on a mechanical level, looking at the principles of breathing and how to apply that to a certain goal or maybe something someone's dealing with, trying to overcome. And I still love the Wim Hof method. I kind of always say it's the gateway drug into breathing. It's just high impact and you have Wim behind it and all of these things. But uh, really through my own kind of exploration, getting deeper into the science and having my own experiences have really understood that like, that's not, it's sort of like we get in these grooves of like, oh, this is the only way to do it, you know? And, and I've kind of opened up my own lens of like, well, there's all these other colors of the rainbow here and I want to be able to experience them all. And, you know, maybe green is better for me than red or whatever. And, so that's kind of really where I'm coming from now. I take more of a multidisciplinary approach to breathing where I apply the principles of our physiology, of our mechanics, our understanding of the nervous system, the elements of the breath, and how we can truly use it as a tool dependent on where we're trying to go and who the person is. Yeah. So, let, me, let me just stop you real quick and yeah. go back a little bit because I want to get into all the details. But yep. before we get there, let's go back. So that's kind of a real uh, general overview of how you came to this breathing and yep. what was going on and, and your your journey. Um, but when you go back to that point in time with the kids, the kids are young, you're a, a, a husband, you're trying to keep your head above water, you're trying to grow a business. What was what was bothering you? What were some of the things that were you were struggling with internally at the time? You said yoga didn't help, sports, you've done everything. Uh, it, nothing was really giving you that peace and calmness that you found through the breathing. What were some of the things that were causing you angst at that time? Yeah, I think uh, building a business and being a young entrepreneur and not really knowing a lot. I mean, I, I've been fortunate to really just kind of follow my heart and everything that I've done and, and things that I'm passionate about. And it's sort of opened up into different things that I didn't really plan for or expect. I never thought I would be an entrepreneur and create my own business. But so getting into that world, um, really just being able to manage all these pieces, being able to manage a business, manage people, manage a partner or a partnership with, you know, my partner in my agency. And then just feeling super stretched thin. And, and I think, you know, exercise definitely helps to, you know, I've always been a runner, so running has helped me, but there's like a lack of spiritual aspect, not to sound woo woo or anything, but like surfing, for example, you go out and you're in the ocean, you're riding, you know, 
energy in in the water and there's this sort of there's just a different feel to it and then you know running or yeah you can get runners high or all those things but for me there was there's just something that surfing has always provided me that I've never felt anywhere else mm-hmm. and and so <clears throat> it's like this connection to myself it's a you know it's a solo sport so you're doing it alone um and then there's this connection to nature and so once i started doing the breath work it was like whoa like i am the nature and i do have the ability to actually bring myself into that same space that i was feeling super connected and and in this flow state and and also feeling just this sense of relaxation relief um and and so that's i think what the realization was within it i I don't think i I knew at the time what what was missing it was just like i felt stressed i felt overwhelmed i felt like at times i didn't know what the heck i was doing you know and and so uh really did you feel, just did you feel like you lost a little bit of yourself i, th- I think you kind of alluded to that you yeah became, i i right? think so for yeah, sure you, th- you end up taking a back seat because you've got little kids you're raising them and uh all the other challenges and responsibilities all of a sudden reese is like number five or six on the on his own totem pole Totally, hundred percent. Right? And I think a lot of fathers, especially new fathers, uh, feel those same ways. And I, I imagine that there's so many people that we can touch just just that can relate to that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I I think that looks like what I said in the beginning is like for whatever reason we end up just putting ourselves in the back of the line, and and here we are trying to take care of a family, take care of children, take care of a business, and none of those things can actually be done to the fullest until we're taking care of ourselves. And, and, and I think that's also what I love about the breathing is that it's high impact, low effort. You can sit down and follow your breath and connect into your breath for literally five minutes and feel a, a state shift. You can feel relief or you can feel energy. You don't need to change your clothes. You don't need to go anywhere. You know, like surfing is a whole thing. Like you got to drive to the ocean, put your gear on, paddle out, you know, and it it's not like it's just like this quick little thing. It's like it's a whole endeavor. And so I think that's where that sort of fell to the background was like, I don't have an hour and a half or, or longer to to really go and do that you know at one time when i first started my business my office was actually like a five minute three minute walk to the water and so i actually could surf for like 30 minutes on my lunch break come back and that was great and then as the business grew and we moved out of that office that's when things really started to shift it was like whoa this thing is actually like becoming having a life of its own and and getting much bigger and and there's so much more responsibility and so <clears throat> I just yeah. needed that quick relief, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's amazing because you weren't even getting it from yoga, which I'm fascinated to hear that because yoga for me, although I don't do it as much as I like to do it, it's always been so emotionally exhilarating and re- rewarding. Right. It really took a lot of angst out of my life. I was going through a divorce. This goes back mm-hmm. a few years ago. Somebody said, hey, you got to go go get, some, get into yoga. And I went to the hot yoga studio up at the gym. And man, that's that was really uh, life changing for me as well. And yeah, I think for me, for me, it was mostly the timing, you know, I was like, God, if I'm going to spend an hour in a yoga class, I'm going to go surf, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and so it wasn't that yoga wasn't doing anything for me. It was more just that timing factor, you know, and and not creating that 
enough time to go to a class and and so that sort of fell in the same bucket as as the surfing did you know where it was just sure. more of a timing thing yeah because again i'll back it's that same thing that we all thought we just touched on all the responsibilities outside yeah. of work you're, you're spread thin so you don't have yeah. time to do it all yeah and uh it takes away from being able to focus on yourself so when that guy came over that day after you had wanting you know and he said you came over for 30 minutes and you got and you felt this is something totally different what did what was the exercises that you did in those 30 minutes what was that like um so he comes from more of a rebirthing background which is a different uh sort of school of breath or different um method of breathing it actually was developed in the late 60s early 70s by a guy named leonard orr who basically discovered by going into a certain breathing pattern you could actually heal uh some uh birth trauma and and even deeper into other trauma in life and so really it's more of a connected breathing pattern so you're moving the breath in a connected rhythm where there's not really a pause at the top or the bottom you're really focusing on dropping your exhale letting your exhale go and so he kind of just got me into into a pattern like that and then started playing with the breath doing some breath holds in different areas and and focusing on breathing into different areas of my body my belly versus my chest vice versa so really it was kind of more just like an exploration like hey man here's all these different ways you can breathe and 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 i just my whole body was like pulsing tingling i felt like at by the end it was like sort of like i what i was i was somewhere else you know it was like i was just in this like blissful almost out of body state that was just like holy something different was that different than anything else you'd ever experienced the feelings yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I can't really think of something else that's compares to that. Um, in, yeah, so the in, body, in the you, way you that a, you, you were in a euphoric state that you had never felt before. Totally. Yep. And from there on out, you said, I got to get it more and more into this. You started looking around online. Next thing you know, like you mentioned, you end up going out to Poland. Now, did yep. you go out and actually spend time with Wim Hof or his, were, were these people that were associated with him? At this time, uh, I was I didn't had met Wim. Um, I was uh, I went with a, another one of his instructors. Basically, it was like his kind of main guy who wrote his teacher training, um, developed that whole program. And so he's 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 around my age, maybe a little bit younger. Um, he was a um, what's his name? Casper uh, Vandermeulen. Okay. He was, yeah. Yeah. He was a former. Uh, high school biology teacher so he just had this way of like delivering the information and in a in a way that you know whim's awesome like he's just larger than life and this vibrant guy but his you know he'll he doesn't if you breathe with him he's just like just breathe you know he's not giving you like very technical information um although he does know that it's just not his style and so I don't know. I just connected with Casper and then I have spent a good amount of time with Wim since then going through uh, the teacher training program. He was there along the way. And then I've done a few other things that I've got to spend time with him too. So, okay. So uh, you have worked with Wim directly. Yeah. Yeah. And I know you mentioned other guys, Dan Brule, Brian McKenzie. I assume these guys are also leaders in the field. Yeah. Yeah. So I've tried to really explore <laughs> with as many of as I would call the the breath leaders or breath titans as possible. Dan Brule is, you know, he's been doing this stuff for like 50 years and, and Brian is really pushing on the performance side of things and, and Casper as well and, and Wim. And 
There's some others that, you know, I've, I've really tried. And I think that's been a very uh, great blessing in, in connecting with my friend Luke, who was the first person who um, I did breath work with. He had really explored. He had done pranayama and rebirthing and transformational breath. So he and Wim Hof. So he he had this sort of approach where it was like, hey, there's all these different ways to breathe, you know. And, and so he kind of brought me into that world where it was like, yeah, I want to experience all these different modalities and techniques and and how people deliver and and share breathing and and i think that sort of curiosity and exploration really opened the lens for me to to not just hone in on one specific thing i think that's uh, like i said a lot of times that's the tendency you know you look at the yoga world you know people are like oh ashtanga that's the that's the only way to do yoga or you know i only do hot yoga or whatever it is you know and it's like yeah that might resonate for some people, but not for other. And, and I want to be able to connect with as many people as I can. So kind of taking a step back and, and like I said, really understanding the principles, what are the, what are the underlying uh, mechanisms and principles that really connect all of these methods? You know, we're all, they're all breathing and they all have their own sort of way of manipulating the breath, but then what, how is that interacting with, all of the different systems in our body and then we can actually be more uh intentional with how we're working with someone or or what they're like i said what they're trying to accomplish or overcome or deal with yeah so. i mean it's it's hard to for most people to even understand or grasp that what you're saying that there's different forms of breath work <laughs> that create different experience it's just like exercising the body there's a bunch of different exercises yeah exactly. there's different types of yoga there's different types of breath work and they all i assume have different impacts and effects obviously different techniques of course it's it's hard to imagine for somebody that's not familiar with this because they just breathing is just part of life they don't what do you mean right yeah what's so special about breath work yeah, well, I mean, you think about your breath and, and it is one of those things that you can totally disconnect from and it's automatic, it's happening, you go to bed at night, you're sleeping, you're breathing. And and I think most people move through their life without ever even paying attention to their breath. And and the beauty of it is that we can actually put it in manual and we can control it. It's part of our autonomic nervous system, right? So it's automatic but it is the one part that we can connect into and then it's really connected to all the other systems in our body it's connected to our cardiovascular system our nervous system our immune system so when we actually breathe in certain ways and we focus more like top down right we put our mind on it we connect we manipulate it then it has effect downstream into our body into our physiology our nervous system all of these parts so you think about your breath you know there's so many different ways you can breathe you can take your inhale through your nose through your mouth you can change the shape of your mouth you can change the speed uh the depth of your breath where you're breathing into your body so you know it seems like very simple but it's actually complex it's it's there's there's mechanically a proper way to breathe to ventilate we actually over time move away from that we don't really breathe properly most people are breathing super shallow maybe up in their chest breathing through their mouth and all of these things are having impact on how we feel. You know, breath is a behavior. So <clears throat> you think about uh, when you're mad, how are you breathing, right? There's probably a breathing pattern that is connected to that. Uh, when you get, when you're scared, right? Someone jumps around the corner at you. What do you do? You go, <gasps> that's, a, that's a behavior. That's a breath behavior. Um, when you are like super frustrated, 
you're just like, you know, that that's a breath. So well, let me ask you just, I'm sorry here, Reese. Let yeah. me just uh, piggybacking off of that. Those are negative connotation type things where you're just, ah, or you're, your breath, your breath is all over the place, or you're startled. That kind of stuff. Right. So, are there negative types of breath work? Breath work. I wouldn't say negative types of breath work. Breath work kind of is what I would define as like conscious breathing. So we're actually paying attention to our breath, and we're breathing in a certain way. When we're unconsciously doing it, that's where the problems arise. We uh, stress, trauma, even mirroring, like how we observe other people actually impacts us and and that actually changes our breath over time if you watch a kid breathe you know they're generally breathing through their nose down low in their belly their breath is very fluid when you look at you know maybe someone who's uh very stressed out you know an adult their their breath is totally different than that so um over what is time that like? we, somebody that's stressed out if you're just observing their breath what does that typically look like? It's likely up in the chest and pretty shallow, like almost like you're breathing up underneath your collarbones. Um, likely you're breathing through your mouth. Um, there's not a lot of movement in the body. So the breath is, is just very isolated. Um, I mean, it can show up in different ways too. Uh, some people bear, maybe are barely even breathing. Like it's a, kind of like this whisper. Um, potentially even holding their breath a lot there's a thing called email apnea which is you know as you're writing emails you're holding your breath you're not paying attention to it so there's all these things that we're doing that we don't actually realize because our breath is totally automatic and we are not really ever taught about how to actually use it to our advantage um and and we're we don't really have practices that are bringing the awareness in and that's really where so much of this is becomes a benefit the more we practice something then the more we become aware of it and the moment we become aware then we have an opportunity to make a choice or to change how we're breathing or whatever it is that we're doing so Um, one of the main methods that you've obviously explored and have worked with and and you've created your own from from it but the wim hof as we mentioned before the wim hof method which is probably the most famous method in breath work at least from what i've seen so again a lot of people don't know what just give us a rundown what exactly is wim hof method the wim hof method uh so it's actually three parts so you've got the breathing you've got the cold exposure and you got the mindset now uh as far as the breathing goes it's uh it's a connected breathing pattern a little bit more accelerated than your normal breath um, it could be considered hyperventilation. I would prefer to refer to it as superventilation because hyperventilation has this negative connotation to it. But um, the fact that we're in control of our breath, we can actually accelerate it, move it a little bit faster. So um, we're taking 30 to 40 full breaths, deep full breaths. And then after that last 40th breath, we do an, a retention. So we actually hold our breath on the exhale. Um, we wait until our body gives us the signal, okay, I need to take a breath. Then you do a recovery breath. So you take a full breath in, you hold that at the top for about 15 seconds, and then you start over. And so you do rounds of that. Um, Essentially, it's uh, putting the body in a hypoxic state. So there's low oxygen in the body as we go into that breath hold. Um, And that has a myriad of impacts on our body. 
Um, it also, we're sort of exercising our nervous system. So we're breathing in an accelerated pattern. Uh, our, we, our heart rate goes up, we get a little spike of adrenaline, we go more into a sympathetic state. Then we go into the exhale hold, uh, the breath stops, and we start to go down the other side of the mountain here. We start to settle. We go more into um, the parasympathetic tone. And, and then we're also stimulating our um, circulatory system as well. We're getting vasodilation, vasoconstriction. So it's working on all these different layers. I kind of look at it as like interval training for, for our body. You know, we're going up one way, then we come back down the other way. Um, now, this is all just the first, this is just the breath work part. That's just the breath work part. And, and, and how many times, how many cycles are you typically doing with Wim Hof? Um, most people would do like three to five rounds of those 30 to 40 breaths, exhale retention and recovery breath. So you would do that three to five times. Um, so and probably you said about that that has 20 various, minutes. You said that, that, how many minutes, I'm sorry? Probably about 20 minutes, depending okay. on, you know. And, and you said that that has various positive impacts. So what are some of those? Um, like I said, we're, we're exercising our nervous system. So we're consciously taking ourselves into a sympathetic state. Then we're going down into a parasympathetic state, which is training our body to be able to go in both directions, right? You think about life, we're moving fast. There's a lot of responsibilities, all these things. We're, we're more in that fight or flight state. So we're actually teaching ourselves to go back down the other, the other way. Um, so it's making you more calm, more is it what, it does, what exactly have a, does that mean? Yeah, it does have a calming effect. Um, I would say generally when people finish, they're feeling very uh, relaxed, but simultaneously energized. It's, it's an interesting phenomenon that happens um, because we're, we're kind of really moving a lot of energy, stimulating energy in our body. We actually start to feel that. So you feel like tingly and you feel... Um, like your body's pulsing, but then you also have like this very calm, um, almost euphoric feel that runs over you. Um, we're, yeah, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things that are happening. We're, we're stimulating our nerve, our immune system in a certain way. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen any of the footage of Wim where he got injected by an endotoxin, basically E. coli, which would stimulate like food poisoning and, through this study, he uh, he was basically fought it off within 15 minutes, and then he, he brought fought it off by doing the Wim Hof method. By doing the breathing, yep. And then he brought a group of people in because the doctors were like, "Yeah, you're you're you know <laughs> you're a freak of nature or whatever." And he's like, "No, I can teach this to anyone." So he brought a group in um, that he had trained, and they all had similar impact. Not not as quickly as him, but um, really. So are you suggesting, Reese, that these types of breath work could potentially could potentially cure or mitigate some form of disease or infection on the body um it definitely has an impact on how our immune system is functioning it strengthens our immune system it brings down inflammation in the body um that's basically what is happening when we get sick right we we have an inflammatory response in our body that is then um fighting off a virus or whatever some sort of illness that we have um and we're yeah i mean it it definitely has an impact on that i've 
drastically reduced uh, the times that I get a cold or get sick. Um, you know, having little kids, it's sort of like you're living in a petri dish. And since doing these practices, um, I've noticed I get sick way less often, very infrequent. Um, as long as I stay consistent with it and and I'm doing the practices, um, I sort of lost my train of thought. But I was well. Uh, no, it's okay. So you were finishing yeah. off on the, the the Wim Hof was the breathing, and then you said there's the cold, the the water, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we use cold exposure, whether that's a cold shower or an ice bath or getting into a cold body of water like a river or a lake. Um, and really, there's a number of things that are going on there. Obviously, there's this mental piece, you know, do hard things. You put your body into a very stressful situation and you calm yourself down. So you get to, you go in, everything in your body is like, get me out of here. And then, you basically make the choice to stay in, everything settles, your body starts to do the work, creates heat in the body. So we're stimulating our metabolic system, generating heat. Um, we're stimulating brown adipose tissue, which is, uh, a, or brown fat as it's known, which is a hyperconcentration of mitochondria in the body, which produces energy and heat. Um, <clears throat> So the cold exposure also great for recovery. Um, you know, you think about athletes getting in cold water after a, a game or a match. Um, we're also stimulating our, our circulatory system. So you get in the water, boom, everything closes down. We get vasoconstriction, pushing all that warm blood from our extremities into our core to protect our vital organs. Then we get out, boom, everything opens up. Um, and, and so, using that in in combination with the breath is a very powerful tool um and then obviously the mindset is really weaved in both of those into the breathing and into the cold like you know when you first start breathing you have this monkey mind it's telling you how what am i doing this is weird i don't really want to do this and then you get into you know for after the first round or so that all begins to slow down um same with the ice bath you get in the cold and you're like get me out of here but nope i'm gonna stay here focus on slowing your breath down you get to a point where it's like boom you can be there and and be present and really look at the ice bath as sort of a mirror for life it shows you how you respond to stress um both of them are what we would call hormetic stressors so um they're acute stress that we are consciously making the choice to put ourselves into so we're breathing in a certain pattern that is creating stress in the body like i said our heart rate goes up we get adrenaline um, endorphins all these things happening but the fact that it's acute meaning it's a, for a very short period of time same with the cold it's a very controlled stressor it's literally like cold water on your body or you're getting into a bucket of water with ice there's not these outside factors that come in so it gives you an opportunity to actually see how you respond to stress and practice maybe a new response to stress and and so that when we go out into life all of those things that are coming at us might not impact us in the same way that they once did because oh wow i've been practicing my response to stress i have tools to be able to deal with stress i understand my breath i'm aware of how it is when when i'm hit with this stress you know and so interesting so it's, it's not like necessary it's not necessarily reese just in that moment and the feeling of euphoria what you're doing is without maybe even realizing people that are doing it they're slowly but surely building up their defense system 
yeah. your emotional state, not just Emotion. physical, mental, emotional, spiritual. It's all being built up. It's all part of it. Yeah. To be able to handle the, the rainy days of life. Absolutely. And, and to be able to shine brighter on the, on the sunny days as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's like, I'm feeling really good and, and cool. Like let's amplify that, breathe into it or go get an ice bath. Like literally I don't know anyone who's gotten out of the ice bath and been like, wow, that w- I, I wish I didn't do that. You know, <laughs> it's one of those things yeah. like it's terrifying and, and you think, oh, there's no way I can do this, but I've put thousands of people through an ice bath now. And I can tell you every single one of them has gotten out feeling stronger more uh energized happy like you just yeah. see see it on people's faces they're just supercharged no it's, a, um, it's an incredible feeling i've done that uh, the cold tubs yeah did you ever see the the wim hof where he had like i mentioned before aubrey marcus and a bunch of those influencers they all went out there and they were posting a lot of social media they had a retreat out there for like a week and then they all got in that uh the cold bath the, the cold tub and yep. they were holding their breath for like two minutes underwater yeah yeah that's that's where you go in poland that's at wim's house in poland Mm -hmm. and you've been there yeah that's where that's where we went that's incredible awesome yeah yeah so so this led you all to uh our breath collective this is your online platform tell us a little bit more about uh, about uh our breath collective and the things that you guys are offering yeah so kind of one of the main things that happened as I started teaching, particularly teaching workshops and and just classes was people were like, this is awesome. I feel so good. Uh, How do I continue doing this? And so this idea came about of like, okay, well, we're already waking up and, and doing our own practice. Let's just start sharing that with the world and give people an opportunity to tune in and breathe with us. Um, so that's really where it was birthed from. So we lead daily breath practices every single morning. Uh, They're all about 15 minutes long. We look at it really as like sort of flossing your teeth for the day, just moving some energy, opening yourself up, um, maybe getting rid of some stress. Uh, And so we lead those live every single day, Monday through Friday. Um, We also have everything is saved. So it goes into an on-demand library. So we've got people all across the world that are either tuning in live or tuning in whenever they need it. Um, and then from there we teach workshops where we bring in other experts to focus on certain aspects of the breath or maybe even like periphery other modalities that really fit into breathing Um, and then when we started uh, our breath collective we were really focused on hey just show up and do the practice don't worry about the why the how don't really get out of your head like we as humans we want to understand everything right and we're like let's just just come and breathe and show up and then you just feel what's going on. You begin to create your own understanding of how it's impacting you. So as it sort of started to unfold, people wanted to know the why. So we started developing a couple courses. We've got a breathwork intensive that we lead that really gets into all the aspects of breath from our physiology, our biomechanics, our nervous system, all leading you up to your own personal assessment to understand how these different pieces work together to take you to a certain state. So something that works for me to create energy might not have the same impact or might not resonate as much with you. So it's like, okay, well, what is that for you? So that's really what we're leading up to. And once people went through that program, they're like, okay, I wanna share this with my community. So we developed a teacher training program 
that we lead once a year. Um, and then we also do retreats and workshop, uh, in-person workshops, corporate uh, events, all sorts of stuff. So really just bringing not only breath work, but some of these other modalities like cold exposure, sauna, um, movement practices, other, you know, meditation, mental health, mindfulness stuff. Um, beautiful. To, to beautiful. our community. Yeah. How did that, I'm looking at your website. You guys can check it out, ourbreathcollective.com. We've linked it in the show notes. Just click on the link. You can see more there. Uh, Tahoe Winter Experience. Were you out in Tahoe in uh, March? Yeah, yeah. We in went Tahoe. out there for a week. Um, that had to be incredible. A, it was amazing. We actually got really beautiful weather. I mean, it was still cold, but sunny days. Doing, um, we did a couple mountain hikes, jumping in the lake, doing breath work. Went to some hot springs. Um, had a great, incredible group coming from all over the place. So wow, yeah, our, our in-person. I mean, person now, retreats how many, are amazing. How many retreats have you done so far, Reese? Uh, we've done about five. Um, we're doing, we have a, a place that we go into Panga uh, Canyon just outside of LA. Um, that's this really beautiful property that's got really cool accommodations and um, private chef, and they have a big four person cedar barrel ice bath, a big barrel sauna. Mm. Um, so we'll be up there in May. Uh, we're going to Costa Rica in July. We'll oh, likely wow. be back in Topanga at the end of the summer. Um, so we've been kind of going going there quite a bit. And then um, we've done up in Palomar Mountain, which is uh, our local mountains here. Um, we've done some stuff in Big Bear and other local mountains here. So kind of just- These are all wellness retreats where you go away for the week and you come back uh, like a rejuvenated person in all aspects. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Some of them are uh, like the Tahoe one was six days. Um, some of them are weekends, a long weekend, like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So just doing varying lengths of time. Um, but yeah, really just with the intention of bringing people together in community, all of these practices are totally enhanced by doing it in person. The breath work really amplifies everything when you're doing in person. Obviously, getting in an ice bath with other people is super fun. Um, so really, you know, with this idea of like creating community, bringing people together, experiencing these things together, um, there's lots of great sharing where, you know, you can hear other people share their experience and then you have this ability to kind of reflect, oh yeah, that I, I totally get that and felt that. And, and so it just creates this opportunity to really open up and be human together and have fun and explore our potential, you know, really that's what we're looking at here. That's absolutely fantastic. And people need this type of stuff more than ever. It's totally. been a long several years for, for most people and uh, mental health and the deterioration of society. It's like it's time to get back. And this is a great way to, to re-energize yourself, reboot, start fresh, and, and get, get get yourself into a place that maybe you never thought you could even tap into. So totally. learn more, you know, if you want to learn more, obviously, like I said, we'll link in the show notes. Reese, anywhere else um, online that you want people to find you? Yeah, um, Instagram, we post a lot of content there, different uh, perspectives, practices. So it's Our Breath Collective on Instagram. You can also follow me. My personal page is just my name, R-E-I-S-P-A-L-U-S-O. Um, those are kind of the, the primary places besides our website. Um, but yeah, just in, invite everyone to, to come check it out, explore um, You know what this can do for you. It seems 
like I said, simple, but it ha- it's really high impact and it seems a little bit weird and maybe woo woo, but there's a lot of incredible science uh, behind it and a lot more coming as we're seeing the impact and the effect of this. More and more people are getting behind it. Um, some of the major universities in the world are, are really diving into these things, looking at what's really going on and how we can further use them as a tool because that's really what it is like we all need tools and and this one is right here under our nose happening all the time and and so it it's really easy to to connect into and to be able to use at any time it's real time it's happening here now all the time yeah it's funny how most people think that there's got to be some kind of rocket science yeah some kind of something crazy for me to feel better it's got to take taken a whole village that so often these things are right in front of us. We just don't take the effort to tap into it. Yeah. Or we're not taught it, you know, we're never really taught about this. Maybe you learn about, you know, your respiratory system in, in biology class, but that's not presented in a way where it's like, Hey, you need to use this in the right way and, and you can use it to your advantage. And, and that's what we're here sharing. So that's awesome. Hey man, uh, really appreciate your time today and uh, I'll be following along to see what's going on. I would love to check out one of those retreats down the road. So uh, yeah, best of luck. Please come. That'd yeah. be awesome to have you. Thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Optimal Life Podcast. If you haven't yet, please subscribe and follow the podcast wherever you're listening. And you could also leave a review. Apple Podcasts, of course, you could leave reviews and ratings. Spotify, you could leave reviews and ratings and several and many other podcast apps. Wherever you may be listening, please tell a friend, tell a family member, let them know about the podcast, and we will see you next time.